Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm your host, Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I kind of gave it a little pause before I said, I'm your host, Jesse Thorne, just to build the anticipation. So people could have a fraction of a second of thinking, oh, it didn't download! <laughs> oh, it didn't download! Well, I was just thinking because it would make the orgasm more powerful. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. You know? Like uh, like clinching? Yeah, exactly. Oh, nice, so you clinched it off. Yeah. <laughs> you got to clinch it off at the beginning. Right at the beginning, you clinch it off a little. I was also thinking about baseball. <laughs> I think that sort of extends it. Sure. Is my understanding from movies from the 1960s. <laughs> Man, we are going to blast so hard at the end of this episode. <laughs> it's good to be back. Good to be back. <laughs> I enjoyed your show last week, Jordan. Congratulations on another successful program with demonstrating that you don't need me. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to do it. Yeah. I'm just uh, here to make you feel expendable. Delightful. I oh, I mean, here to make you feel like one of the expendables. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Like Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. Wait, is Kelsey Grammer one of yeah, the he Yeah, he was in the third one. He's now one of the expendables. Is he? Does he perpetrate acts of violence? Oh, uh, I didn't see the third one. Okay. I imagine he does. I mean, if you're in that movie and you're not, you know, opening up a can. Jordan, I don't mean to, I don't mean for this, I don't want this to feel judgy at all. Sure. But you're my friend who would have seen The Expendables 3 and explained what happened. In I was trying to rally. I was trying to rally people to go see it. No one would. <laughs> no one wanted to see Expendables. No one wanted to see John Wick. Fuck this. You know how sometimes... Fuck this toilet earth. You know how sometimes a billboard has like a piece that extends off of it like for like someone's lifting a sword in the air sure. or something like that? I feel like the Expendables 3 billboards just had wings on the sides just to accommodate all the different people standing. <laughs> yeah, right. Just a long... Okay. Let's introduce our guest <laughs> on the program. She is a celebrated comedy writer and performer. She's uh, the head writer of the hit MaximumFun.org <laughs> show, International Waters. She's in Los Angeles taking meetings... Her name is Sarah Morgan. <laughs> Hi, Sarah. Hi, Jesse. How are you doing? We tricked Sarah into coming. Uh, yeah. Sorry, this isn't DreamWorks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I've got a pitch. I've got a... <laughs> I mean, you can pitch it to us. We have no influence. I am wearing Brian Grazer-esque product in my hair. Mm. So it is Imagine-like. Nice. In that I, sense. It, it's delightful to be in the box and, and, and hear uh, Sunny D laughing through the glass. <laughs> he is laughing. I've never oh, experienced I, it before. All I had for breakfast was cocaine and Fiji water. <laughs> <laughs> um, something, I had a magical moment happen in my life earlier today. Do you want to tell us about it? I, no. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to keep it to <laughs> I took my uh, I took my son's. We're just gonna discuss. <laughs> I had a magical moment. Now let's just discuss what color that dress was. Um, no personal shit. Just hot, hot, hot topics. You got a hot take on that? <laughs> white and gold. Sorry. Really? Sorry, uh, Obama. You know what? It was white and gold for me, and then I later saw it, and it was blue and black or whatever. Uh, the way around for me. Okay. Other way around. Let's. That's enough Whoa. of that. Uh, we've covered that topic fully. Um, I, I took my son. I took my son on what I like to call an adventure. Sure. Earlier to today see, to see those escaped llamas. <laughs> no, Jordan. <laughs> Hashtag enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, an adventure for me and my three-year-old is uh, well. First, we went to Staples. Mm-hmm. 
Um, stood in line for a while to exchange my CO2 cartridges. Sure. It's so, an adventure because he's learning what it is to uh, be a rude employee. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. What do you think? Staples is – there's no single place in the world sadder than Staples on a Saturday. Ooh, I'm going to go Kinko's. Kinko's is sadder? Yeah, Kinko's is – I mean, I think – What in, about the Staples Office Center? <laughs> <laughs> That's right there in the Staples next to the netbooks. Sarah, what is the saddest <laughs> – what is the saddest UK chain? Like, if you wanted to, like, witness – both employees uh, and customers that are just at the fucking end of their rope. Where do you go? Uh, oh, well, Cafe Nero. It's yeah. it wants to be. That sounds an decadent. American, yeah, oh, doesn't it? It's yeah. It's, <laughs> it, it, yeah, there's no couches. There's no grape feeding. It is. Um, <laughs> it's yeah. It's a it's a coffee chain that uh, w- wants to be an American one, which is always lovely and sad when that happens. <laughs> they want to be American. <laughs> Uh, Kinko's is a place people go to make photocopies. Photo, yeah, I know this. Okay. I know this from your films. It was probably in Baby Boom or something. I've heard <laughs> of a Kinko's. Yeah. I followed up. The, it was a pretty thrilling trip to the Staples. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had to go to the back to get some cartridges. Pro tip: It's worth the extra uh, thirty bucks each to buy a couple extra cartridges, so you have to make more infrequent trips to Staples yeah. to exchange them. Uh, what's a CO two cartridge? Uh, it's for putting bubbles in drinks. Oh, like whippets. Like- yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. for doing whippets. You, so you have yeah. them. Yeah. Okay. It's, for doing, it's for doing whippets. Okay. Um, uh, oh, the rave you and Simon, uh, the adventure you guys were going to was a rave, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. We were going to a rave. Well, actually, first we were going to the dentist to have our wisdom teeth out. Oh, okay. Then we were going to the rave. Um, then we went to the Salvation Army. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was a, just a, that's a lot of that's a fun thing to do with a kid, you know, because they go around and you can actually buy them a present. Doesn't matter, cost three dollars. Sure, <laughs> throw it away. Although we, what do you want? A VHS of Men in Black two? <laughs> Teresa threw away one of these this a toy that me and Simon got at the thrift store, and uh, she told Simon that it's in the garage. And for the last like week, all Simon can talk about is going to the garage to get this dump truck. We don't know how we're going to talk our way out of this thing. Oh uh, wow! Can you find a similar dump truck? You mean like just I, – I actually tried that. I went to the pet store and got a new goldfish. Yeah. But he – I think he'll probably know that it's a fish and not a difference. truck. Yeah, right away. So I sort of – this guy kind of caught my eye in the parking lot and he was sort of like a, like a 26-year-old sort of bro-y dude with one of those mohawks that's not really a mohawk. A little bit more of a mohawk than a fauxhawk is, mm-hmm. but not enough of a mohawk that this guy's committed his lifestyle to having. It's a still mohawk. a it's still a cop out. Yeah, it's a per, it's a pure cop out, absolutely. And I don't know. I was just like, huh, that guy seemed like he wanted to be friends with me or something. <laughs> um, but I'm here with my three year old, uh, and it didn't seem like he was hitting on me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't want to be friends with a dude in the parking lot of the Salvation Army. <laughs> like it sort of seemed like he wanted to be like, hey. There's a couple of fun guys going to the Salvation Army, right? I'm like, I don't know. I'm not that fun. You know what I mean? Sure. So I went inside, looking around at different stuff. I had a real nice Winnie the Pooh puzzle. So I got that. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Got a nice Woody hat. It's what Simon calls a cowboy hat. <laughs> um, I thought that was a euphemism. For no. It's what Americans call condoms. Yeah, sure. Woody hat. And... Uh, I'm just sort of looking at the kid, looking through the kids' clothes. Buy most of my kids' clothes at the thrift store, you know. Looking through the kids' clothes, and uh, this guy comes walking towards me, uh, 
And I'm thinking that there's Fohawk someone. guy. Fohawk guy comes walking towards me, and I'm thinking there's another dude behind me. Mm-hmm. It's the only way that it makes sense that he would be walking so intently towards me. Sure. In his hand, he's got a coffee maker. And uh, he gets about five or six feet from me, like too far to engage me in conversation, but like in a real liminal zone between he's definitely talking to me and he might be talking to someone else behind me or to the left or right of me. Sure. And I'm just looking at the overalls, you know? And he says, uh, hey, you're man. Just, hey, you're just here to check out some bagosh. <laughs> He looks at me. He's look like. Is that still the number one child's overall Oshkosh Bagash? Absolutely. Okay. Yes, yes, Bagash. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this guy with the horrible fohawk looks at me and he goes, Hey, man, you want to see a sweet coffee maker? <laughs> <laughs> what? And he lifts up his coffee maker in his hands. That's the voice he talked into. And he's like, Hey, man, <laughs> want to see a sweet coffee maker? And he lifts it up, and I'm, I'm paralyzed. He had just, he what had, can I say? He didn't bring this in with him. He found it there. No, he found it there. Uh-huh. And I, just to be clear, it was not sweet at all. Yeah. What, what are we talking, like a, just a Black & Decker? Mm, I mean, it was like a 1987 Mr. Coffee. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm I it was a it was a good year for Mr. Coffees. It was, yeah. No, there's there's if no you're doubt a, about that. If you're a collector like I am, home run boom in the major leagues, probably a career home run year for Wade Boggs, and also a great year for Mr. Coffee. Oh sure, um, that was the year of wide handles. Sure, <laughs> they uh, and fins. That's back when they still had fins on coffee yeah. makers. You know, so they're more aerodynamic. Those were the days. Get those at the drive-in. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, so I don't know what to say to this dude. Because I don't want No, to... you just fucking high-five him. Number one, I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> yeah. Number two, I'm still not 100% certain he, he's talking to me. Now, I, I, here's my policy on this. I mean, I think if you've, if you've been listening to the show, you know my policy on talking to randos is I usually don't like it. You know, your cab drivers, your, you know, people in line with you. I mean, you're a bit of a summer boy. Sure. I'm a, I'm a real, as a summer boy, I keep to myself. Right. I uh, keep my eyes on the sun. Right. Which is my favorite star. Sure. Uh, but I think if that happened to me, I would be intrigued enough to like, okay, I, I'll get into it with this guy. Like, I want to, I, I abs- one would like to hear what this guy's deal is. So I, tr- I'm trying to think, what can I say to this dude? What can I say to this dude? What can I say to this dude? And so I said, First of all, I kind of did a surreptitious side-to-side glance, sort of Stevie Wonder, like a mini Stevie Wonder. <laughs> like maybe he would think you were blind and go away. No, just, just to check to make sure that I was who he was talking to. Uh-huh. I wanted to check the periph and make sure there weren't any dudes with like with like T-shirts on that say, I heart coffee maker. <laughs> <laughs> or just faux hawk dudes that look like they came with him. Sure, you know? maybe somebody with a dyed goatee. Uh, yeah, I was thinking... <laughs> Maybe a dude with, like, a bathtub chain necklace. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes. So I uh, I said, yeah, I bet you're going to make some serious coffee with that thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did did you call it she? <laughs> she? Yeah, she looks like a good one. Ooh, yeah. 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 And, uh, and he, she looks like she heats up real hot. <laughs> and he holds it up to me and he goes, yeah, vintage coffee. <laughs> 
Why didn't you ask him to be on the show? <laughs> Can you get in touch with this guy again? You know what? I left I a wanna... homing device on his car. Oh, good. Yeah. Batman style. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it was. That's terrific. It was a very challenging social situation that I barely escaped alive. Yeah. That's what. At the end of, end of the, your take home for this story. I barely escaped a lot. <laughs> I'm lucky to be here today, and I'm lucky that my son is healthy at home with his mother. Yeah, and not living with Fohawk guy. Because he heard about how sweet that retro coffee machine is. <laughs> yeah, vintage coffee. You, I mean, I joke about, you know, being a coffee maker enthusiast. Do you think that's a kind of thing people are into? Like, Well, sure, people are into yeah, sure. I know this guy, Dan Sinker. Mm-hmm. This guy posts uh, pictures on Twitter of his coffee-making equipment. Okay. He's a nice guy. But this is not like – I mean, I mean, I guess I'm – You're talking about Etsy style. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going to say – I mean, I know that there's probably guys now who have like Bunsen burners and graduated cylinders in their house to make their coffee. Yeah, they got that thing with the long skinny neck that – boy, the electric teapot with the long skinny neck so it doesn't <laughs> stop being boiling. And they yeah. got the little – Temperature things. They got a little little kitchen scale to measure out their grams of coffee and all sure, that. Yeah, sure. burr grinder, conical burr grinder. But you think there's just a, like guys who love like Mister Coffees and they just put Folgers crystals in them and but insist that like this is the way to do it. Well, Joe DiMaggio. There's yeah. Joe DiMaggio. I know sure. he loves Mister Coffees. <laughs> the late Joe DiMaggio or his ghost. Yeah. Nowadays, it would probably be his ghost. Oh, yeah. Are we going to do five minutes on tea anytime soon? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's going to be all baseball and coffee from here on out. Shit. Something else? But we are going to talk about Big Brother later, so you can jump in on that. <laughs> something else. You guys still have Big Brother? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is it still like one of the most popular shows? Not really. It moved to a lesser channel than the one it was on before. And uh, uh, the best person in the house this year was Michelle Visage from RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh. So. That's, that's, what does that That sounds all right. Yeah. No, she was like the best person in the house, but it was a rum. It was a rum do. Anyway. Sounds like a real rum do. <laughs> Jordan. Yeah. That's actually my- gone 200% more British since I got in this sweat box. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll sweat the British out Jeez. of you. It's like doing Bikram yoga. That's actually my drag queen name is Rum Do. <laughs> I also, uh, I also. I do a great lip sync to something. You Can Call Me Out. <laughs> I also saw something. You're a Chevy Chase. On the way here. Yeah, yeah, I'm a Chevy Chase drag queen <laughs> named Rum Do. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect pitch. Perfect pitch. Mm-hmm. He's friends with one of the guys from Steely Dan, was it? Chevy Chase? Yeah. I don't know. He's friends with one of the guys from <laughs> one of those things. You know, one of those things. You know what I'm talking about, Steely Dan or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Something else that happened to me today. Yeah. I... I look, <laughs> did I did I go to our nation's capital in the world's greatest city, New York, mm-hmm. and uh, appear in a television pilot in the past two weeks since I was last on the show? Yeah, sure. I want to <clears> tell you about this vanity license plate I saw on the way here. Oh, Sarah's got a vanity license plate, license plate one too. Are do are vanity license plates even a thing in the United Kingdom? No, not at all. Uh, I went hiking this morning with uh, Colin Anderson from International Wars, and we went up to the Hollywood sign, and on, uh, I saw a coyote, which is very exciting. But on the way back down, that happened. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I'm passing my so, phone because I want you to read that. God forbid she should tell us her own entertaining thing. No, just see if you can read that. 
Uh, it is a is a well, number one. It's a Mercedes ML three fifty. It's a fine European automobile. So I don't know what's so funny about that. Here the the license plate says French toast. <laughs> <laughs> how does it? How is it spelled? It F R C H T S T. Furchtest. I would like it if this guy had like a fleet of cars, like a Jay Leno esque fleet of cars, and just each one had a different breakfast vanity plate. Is that one that says Johnny K? Yeah, scrambled eggs. <laughs> yeah, scrambled eggs. Those are great. My license plate, it was on an Acura Sport Utility vehicle. And I, <laughs> I want to give you some context for this vehicle. Nice, shiny new mm-hmm. car. It had two bumper stickers on it that did not lend any useful information to me trying to parse the situation. Do you remember what they inside were? Inside the car. One of them said Big Bear, mm-hmm. which, is a local, <laughs> uh, which is a local ski destination. Mm-hmm. And one of them said... Burbank Fire Department. Okay. No license plate said. Well, this. I mean, these are clues about the person. I mean, they're. Uh, you presume it's some kind of outdoorsy fire person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the license plate said charade. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Okay. So wait. Why would it? Okay, I can understand how you could be how you could choose to live a charade. Yeah. <laughs> but why would you call it out on a vanity? Why would you pay extra? $80 it costs to get a custom license plate. Well, I mean, if, if you are living a lie, like maybe this guy, you know, is going to Big Bear, telling everyone he's skiing, but really he just, you know, maybe he's not a real sits in the lodge. Yeah, could be. I'm thinking drag name. Charade. Charade. Oh, nice yeah. So name. you think this is Cher-Aid. a drag queen Burbank like a... firefighter? <laughs> it's a share tribute act. That awesome. Oh. Oh, oh wow. That was actually a benefit concert when Cher <laughs> broke her hip. I feel like I would enjoy – you know how firefighters have those uh, fundraisers? Yeah, like a pancake breakfast or something. Or a sexy calendar. Sure. Or I'd a like, sexy pancake breakfast. I'd like to see an all-firefighter share tribute show called Charade. <laughs> I mean <laughs> – that sounds fun. I would too. Let's let's get the Burbank Fire Department on their phone. B- Brian, call nine one one. So like one. <laughs> Hi, we have an idea. <laughs> hey, we have an idea. I can raise money. <laughs> so slow down. What's happening? Oh, there's a man outside, and I think he can help you raise money. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you could have so like. You could, like, go through Cher's whole career. Like, it could be, like, one fireman is, like, Sonny and Cher. Right. You know, 70s Cher. <laughs> right. Uh, you One's know, one... like, g- 80s torch song Cher. Sure, and then, like, 90s One's... gay icon Cher. Yeah, like, uh, dance music, uh, auto-tune pioneer Cher. Sure. Uh, and then there's 2000s sassy talk on David Letterman Cher. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now you have uh, present-day elderly Cher. Sure. <laughs> It's just a guy who comes out and misspells things on Twitter. <laughs> is that what Cher's primary thing is these days? Does anyone I don't know? No. Cher is one of those people I would in really enjoy having Cher on Bullseye. Because <laughs> to like just promote she Twitter? Seems like a loose cannon. Yeah. I love I love someone who's like so in the ship successful. in the time back time. <laughs> well she's like she's like really like charming and smart and funny and stuff. But also seems like she just doesn't give a fuck about what's happening <clears throat> or just around her. And also she's sort of an old person mm-hmm. now. 
And I think that combination is real fun. Sure. Real fun. Like Regis. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Regis going around, just doing whatever it is that comes into his head. Yeah, Danny, Pre- Danny DeVito. Present day Larry King. Oh, yeah. You know, present day Larry King, he doesn't care about anything. He's got a show on Yahoo screen or yeah. something. You know what I mean? What does Larry King care about? He looks like a... He looks like someone draped a tarp over a set of sticks <laughs> and then put some suspenders on there. Yeah. Wearing blue jeans with suspenders. <laughs> For the listeners home, I'm smiling politely <laughs> to talk of people who I don't know who they are. Oh, you know, this is funny. <laughs> uh, Robbie Williams. <laughs> when Larry King went off the air, he got replaced by one of U- the UK's most famous boobs. Who's he? He got Piers, Piers, Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan. Mm. Piers Morgan replaced you're, Larry King you're and welcome. failed. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's no Larry King. <laughs> What's Pierce Morgan anyway, up to? Burbank Fire Department. <laughs> You're on the line. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. I listen to Bullseye because it gives me all the information on things that I know I want to know about, but it also gives me inside information on things that I didn't even know I wanted to know about, such as music, arts, movies, people I should be connected with, people that I end up connecting with thanks to Bullseye. Bullseye is your guide to what's good from MaximumFun.org and NPR. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. <laughs> Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, Sarah Morgan, uh, international eel smuggler. <laughs> she is. Sarah Morgan, I don't know if you knew this, Jordan. It seems like something you would call a guy with a big dick. <laughs> like a smuggling an eel in there. It's, it's international or European, whichever you prefer. Um, we, uh, I did some research about uh, gross things to make Brian and Lindsay eat. By the way, thank you to the hundreds and hundreds, thousands of people who uh, backed Brian and Lindsay will totally eat that. Not only are we going to make uh, 10 episodes, we're going to make more than 10 episodes. We're going to have two in March, and then we're going to shoot some more in April, and I think we might make 15. I don't know. We'll see. A lot of eps. It's a lot of eps. High production values. Sure. Um, anyway, so I was doing some research about gross shit that I can make Brian eat. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I didn't want to eat him, make him eat one of those balutes. Oh, yeah. Sure. I had to eat one of those on an internet eating show. Very gross. I don't. I don't think the point of this show is just how horrible we can be to them. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't want to make that kind of show. A balut is like a. It's like you know how baby chickens grow inside of eggs. Oh no! Yeah. It's an yeah. yeah. It's and you eat the and its eyes are there. No. Like it has eyes. You take a little bite and you see its little eyes peeking out. From it's gross. Yeah. I mean, you can say that for a lot of food, but that's really gross. Yeah. yeah. Um. And uh, but but uh, I did hear that. In the United Kingdom, they eat jellied eels. All the time. Three, like three meals a day. Eat, yeah, right? three, three meals a day. Cup of tea. Jellied eels. Put some Marmite on it for Have breakfast. Have a banana. Lovely. Put some brown mm. sauce on it for oh, lunch. Brown sauce. Delicious. I'm homesick now. You bake it up in a pie for dinner. Oh, delicious. Have a banana. It's, it's yeah. With some game birds. <laughs> um, so, uh, 
I I need felt like I needed to get my hands on some jellied eel. I happen to know I happen to have a friend in the United Kingdom <laughs> named Sarah Morgan. <laughs> I had her smuggle some eels in her carry-on luggage. <laughs> Not in the carry, in the suitcase. I in took the it suitcase. because I knew it would be cold in the hold. Right, it is so cold I, down yeah. there. So, uh, it's I, cold down. I've been down I there. I transported it like a kidney <clears throat> there across was a terrorist on the president's plane. I actually tried to smuggle an eel the last time I, <laughs> yeah. I was in the UK, but it yeah. wouldn't fit because of my giant penis. <laughs> right, sure. <laughs> no room for the eel. Sure, I can understand that. So, <laughs> no room for the eel. I already got a python in there. Sarah's already Jesse. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> hey, I hear you. You there's be, no room for the be eel thick. because of my python. Sure. No, I know. I understand. <laughs> Listen to me. No, I heard you the first couple times. You were saying different stuff about your penis, how big your penis is, using different metaphorical creatures to mm-hmm. describe your penis. I heard all that. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Um, anyway, what size is your dick? <laughs> <sighs> Not that big. Um, I uh, I'm very grateful to you for that, Sarah. Mm. And it actually, there's a couple of things that I really want from foreign countries that I felt like I'm going to want to mm-hmm. mention here on Jordan Jesse Go. First of all, we have threads going on in the Reddit and the Facebook. If you have some weird shit idea for weird shit that Brian and Lindsay should eat, again, no contest type things. Like amazing, insane, fascinating things, but not contests. Uh, but there's two things that I've heard about that I really want to make them eat. One is apparently in Russia, there is a chocolate bar called Max Fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you are in Russia and you can send us some Max Fun bars, we would really appreciate it. You know, drop me a line, drop Jordan Jesse Go a line, whatever. Uh, send us some Max Fun bars. Uh, number two, someone sent me a picture of a South African potato chip uh, that's called monkey gland sauce flavor. <laughs> monkey gland sauce flavor. Monkey gland sauce flavor oh, potato geez. chips. I don't even. I don't, why would we even bother to do the show if we can't get monkey gland sauce yeah. potato chips? So if you're in South Africa and you can send us monkey gland sauce flavored potato chips, please. We just need a couple of bags. We need one to shoot in pretty ways and one to eat. You know? Please, if you're out there, <laughs> help us. We need your help. <laughs> There's a guy who's really keen on us making Johnny Cakes. Speaking of Johnny Cakes, I don't know. It yeah, doesn't seem that weird. It's not that weird. It's going to be fine. Scrapple? Scrapple's not that weird. Scrapple's pretty good. Sure. Just corn and pork. You know? Yeah. It's fun to say Scrapple, though. It is fun to say Scrapple. It's fun to eat Scrapple. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. What's been going on with you, <laughs> Well, um, I have been kind of obsessing about a mistake that I made all week. Uh, is this a new mistake? Because I heard about that mistake you made on last week's show. This is a recent mistake. <laughs> okay. My life is a series of mistakes. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Look, that's all of our lives. Sure. My life is not even a series of mistakes. It is a mistake. <laughs> you, uh, you, you think you should have... Uh, terminated your own pregnancy yeah i think so i think you know honestly i think that my mom had her nor plant removed and didn't tell my dad <laughs> true thorn family history sure go ahead jordan uh so i did uh i did the uh the side one dummy storytelling show uh side one dummy is like a kind of a punk rock record label and in their uh in their offices they have like a storytelling show and it's some comedians and some music guys and uh it's very fun uh, they do a podcast. They make videos of it. It's a great show. Um, I got asked to do it. Very happy to do it. Um, and backstage, uh, they have like a wall of fame. So everybody who does the show 
signs this wall of fame and they write something in the comics, all write something snarky and the musicians kind of tend to write something kind of inspirational. And so like crunch time came, they asked me to sign the wall. They uh, handed me a, like a Sharpie to do it. And I was kind of looking around and like, I mean, like it helps, it'll help, it'll help you understand my decision if I talk about the kind of music these guys release. Um, It's kind of, you know, it's that kind of like inspirational, you know, fists in the air, punk rock. Maybe it's like a, you know, a solo album, you know, like a guy who used to be in a band, like his acoustic album. And it's kind of like a crying in your beer album. You know, a lot of that type of stuff. And so, like, all the musicians had these kind of, like... So you just wrote White Power? (laughs) Yeah. I wrote, learn the language or get out, Jordan Morris. Thanks for having me. So... You drew three hearts. Then I drew three hearts. Yeah, yeah. JK. Um, (laughs) uh, So I was just like, oh, what do I write? What do I... And I never... I don't have, like, you know, a catchphrase or an ethos... I don't really believe in anything, so <laughs> nothing I want to get across by citing this wall. Uh, but I do like when two words sound alike. Sure, and it's called s- a pun. You switch them. Mm-hmm. That's called the old switcheroo. Yeah. <laughs> so classic chestnut. Yeah. <laughs> so on this wall of fame, I wrote, uh, "This machine kills Fantas," <laughs> and immediately regretted it. <laughs> I thought it was funny for the time it took to write it, but now I just feel like a fucking asshole. And this thing is back there. Like, there's all the, like... I mean, do you love drinking Fanta? No! <laughs> See, because, I mean, if you were famous for drinking a lot of Fanta... Now I feel like I have to be. Yeah. They're like, hey, wh- hey why'd you write that? Like, ah, oh, I just love Fantas. This machine kills Fantas. <laughs> I had a Fanta earlier. Was it good? No. Yeah. No, it wasn't. I should have got a sun kiss. <laughs> <laughs> it was not good. Too, too fruity. Yeah. I, uh, How I mean, big I, were the letters? Huh? How big were the letters? Oh, I wrote it real big. I wrote obnoxiously. <laughs> like, yeah, John Hancock big. Nice. Uh, and Did yeah. you sign, like, over Ian Mackay or something? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, like, <laughs> yeah, I dwarfed a more famous punk rock guy. Um, yeah, and I've just been sitting there. Like, I, it's, it's that episode of Seinfeld where he writes, nothing's finer than being in your diner and spends the rest of the episode trying to get it back. So, I mean, you're right. I either have to, like, find – I have to find some – I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Seinfeld's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I feel like I either, A, need to make this machine kills Fanta's part of a personal ethos somehow <laughs> so I can, like, defend it if it ever comes up. Or, like, go back to the office and see if I can cross it out and write something different. Do you think we could have, like, a pledge drive stunt where you drink 20 Fanta? <laughs> yeah, I or mean. like, a whole 12-pack. How many? What's, like, a whole 12-pack of Fantas yeah. in one episode? You'd probably go into a coma. Sure. Especially <laughs> said you gave up sugar. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think if you knock back a case of Fantas, then you could legitimately claim this machine kills Fanta. <laughs> sure. I can get a little T-shirt made. And I would say you probably don't want to get This Machine Kills Fantas tattooed on yourself. I should say it's a play on This Machine Kills Fascists, what Woody Guthrie wrote on his guitar. Sure. But I think you could write, like, 
Did you did, that, did you guys both oh, know, yeah, no, you guys you, both you know see, that? You see a, a variation on that on a lot of ukuleles around the part oh. of London I live in. Yeah, <laughs> sure. this, no, tiny, really? this tiny machine. Kills <laughs> tiny fascists? <laughs> this tiny machine kills a little Hitler? <laughs> this machine charms fascists. <laughs> it soothes their yeah. savage breasts. I don't think instead of getting, <laughs> instead of getting, you know, like this machine kills Fanta's tattooed across your back, which is probably what you were thinking of doing. Yeah, oh, old lovely. English. Yeah, nice just, Tudor type thing. Maybe just on the <laughs> fingers of your right fist, if you just got T M K F. Yeah. And then this machine kills Fanta. If when chicks asked, you could explain about how you once drank twelve Fanta. <laughs> <laughs> That's some cool hand Luke shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe I have to start stunt Fanta drinking. <laughs> I do not recommend Grape Fanta. I had some earlier today, and I got to give it a C-plus at best. Yeah. How many flavors of Fanta are there? You got grape, strawberry, pineapple, melon. Hmm. Uh, melon might be good. Orange, of mm-hmm. course. That's a classic. Yeah, that's the one we know. <clears throat> you guys only have one Fanta? Oh, yeah. There? Just one Fanta. There might be a lemon. I don't know. <laughs> uh, England is the opposite of a tropical country. Yeah. Ah. You go to Mallorca, but, they got 75 different Fantas. Although, as a, as a, a fan of this show, the, the, your Satsuma talk always really makes me laugh because Satsumas are not a sexy, glamorous fruit over there. Like, you guys are just rolling in Mallorca or in England? In, in, in England. <laughs> Satsumas are what you get in your stocking at Christmas. They're not, but I always enjoy your excitement at Satsuma season. It's, Wait, uh, you get Satsumas in your stocking at Christmas? Yeah. Not just tangerines. No, it's the Satsuma's tangerines, the little, the, the little tiny No, it's yeah. not all the same. Uh, God damn it. Uh, tangerines so are... Fucking, we let a foreigner on our show. Yeah. This is the kind of shit that goes <laughs> By the way, someone sent me a picture of a giant pile of sumos, mm-hmm. a.k.a. deco ponds. My mouth was watering. That's a citrus fruit, baby. <laughs> that thing's a monster. It's a beast, easy to peel, highly flavorable. flavorable. Yeah, it peels on there real loose. Yeah, it peels on there. Yeah, that's what you eat. A lot of room between the peel and the fruit. Yeah. It's a real Larry King type situation. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Larry King of fruits. It's droopy and confused. Yeah. But I I think, uh, Jordan, I think that a lot of people are going to think that's a lot of fun. I don't think anyone will get it. I didn't like. I don't even know what it. I don't like. I don't have an explanation for it. To drink. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're gonna have to. If it comes up, you're gonna have to at least pretend. You know what? If you don't get a license plate that says TMKF, Mm -hmm. my secondary recommendation is just Charade (laughs) Two. I'll find Charade One. You have to live the lie that you love Fantas. That's what that yeah. means. Yeah. There's no doubt that that's what that means. Oh, I've got a secondary slogan. You get okay. a shirt with "I'm Fanta Be With." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. Should I just make my thing Fanta puns? Just to uh, what about this? Just to overcorrect for this one World's mistake. World's biggest Fanta enthusiast. <laughs> nice. That's good. Uh, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. yeah. You love Fanta so much. Yeah. Love Fanta. What would you say is your favorite Fanta? <laughs> All of them mixed. Right. Fanta sure. suicide. Fanta suicide. Death by Fanta. That's pretty punk rock. A yeah. bending cocktail of Fanta. <laughs> well, maybe I could like start. Maybe I could do like a little Fanta mixology series where I like teach people how to make like a fun, like a fun cocktail. Just I get think some this fresh is... mint. 
Jordan, I think we got a little gin. I think we got to get you on our friends Ben and Chris's show. Let's drink about it. Sure. Where a life experience is paired with a cocktail recipe. Oh yeah. I think this life experience demands a Fanta-based cocktail. Yeah, I think so. Can we make this happen? Yeah. We'll get Chris. We'll get Chris and Ben on the phone. We'll put you on there. We'll make a fucking. Uh, they'll make some kind of pineapple cocktail for you. That's great. Sparkling pineapple sounds nice. You know how much Fanta I can drink? <laughs> how much? Four ounces. Yeah. I got a, I got two-thirds of a Fanta sitting in my car right now. I don't even want to look at it. I didn't even want to pick it up to maybe carry it and throw it away. Maybe it's better when it's flat and warm. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. It'll definitely, because then it'll taste more like Robitussin. <laughs> this is what you're shooting for, right? Mm-hmm. In any beverage? Sorry, Sarah. Probably don't have Robitussin in me. Uh, we know what a scissor is. <laughs> Wait, do you know what a sit-up is? is that... Sit-up. Oh, a scissor. Sit-up. Sit-up? Sure. Am I saying it wrong? <laughs> oh, you're probably just slurring your words because you're on that drink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Sarah Morgan, international eel smuggler. She is literally an international eel smuggler. By the way, <laughs> I noticed after we made the whole agreement uh, about you bringing these mm. eels and everything, because we were looking for canned eels. Yeah. We couldn't find any, yeah. so we ended up with, with heat-sealed, fresh jellied eels. Mm-hmm. And I noticed on the website that it said not suitable for home freezing. Don't worry, I, I did investigate this. Oh, really? I've investigated. Don't worry, I've I've been chatting with an eel guy back because <laughs> I you know I care. An I care. An eel, an eelman. <laughs> the Queen's eelman. Down on the... <laughs> oh, it's a royal warrant for yeah, sure. jelly eel. Uh, yeah, it may it may slightly uh, degrade the texture, but it's not going to be unhygienic. Okay, so. great. Because I don't want to hurt. No. Brian. Brian's about to get married. I just got to save the date in the mail. You know, I, I don't want to. I don't want Brian to 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 eat a bad eel, and his poor his poor fiance Lauren can't even collect on the life insurance because they haven't gotten married yet. <laughs> yeah, and eating an illegal import. That's, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna murder him after he gets married because Lauren deserves that money. <laughs> I think she does too. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a big policy she, too. She's a delight. Yeah, she's fun and she's a good second baseman too. <laughs> That's another. That's an underrated thing about Brian's girlfriend, Lauren. Okay, fiance. sorry. Does that mean you felt her up? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, nice. Uh-huh. Nice work, Brian. It was a lot of fun. She really can have her boobs touched. Yeah. Um, hey, guess what? Max Fun Drive coming up March 16th, whole second half of March. It's going to be a blast. Touch our boobs, audience. <laughs> it's going to be so fun. We are making a special Max Fun a special donor-only episode of our show. All Q&A, as is our tradition. Already, I don't know if you saw on the Reddit or the Facebook, there's like 100 questions Lots already. of fun stuff. Probably stuff rolling in on the forum and probably on the emails, too. It is out of control. Out of control. Lots of, probably going to be lots of fun behind-the-scenes information in that episode. Mm. Wouldn't you say? Get a little look at uh, how it's made, how it's done. Like, which is the... Which is the sexiest Chris Hardwick you've ever been employed by? <laughs> oh, the one who the guy it is. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we won't save that for the donor episode. We'll cut that one from the donor yeah, just episode. Yeah, sure. Because we just, gave we just answered it. But, you know. Sure. It'll still probably be, I mean, at least okay. I mean, I can't say it'll be fun now that we've 
yeah, spoiled it. But. Kind of blew that wad. Um, but I mean, I know, I know lots of other, I know lots of other stuff about Chris Hardwick that I can, oh, that I can spill on the donor episode. Awesome, people love his show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a really good show. <laughs> no, our, seriously, our whole, our whole. Here's a little tease. Here's a little tease. Yeah. He's real nice and easy to work with. <laughs> <laughs> He's a really nice guy. He's very talented. He's great at hosting a TV show too. His, his success is merited. Sure. Fun fact about Chris Hardwick. <laughs> Um, I, uh, I just want to say, you know, our whole operation is supported by your donations and we don't ask that often. So I'm looking forward to it. And, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say that Sarah Morgan's paycheck depends on it, but it probably does. I I appreciate it greatly. Yeah. It's a, it's a lovely thing to happen and it makes me feel like I should do my job properly like a professional. So it's very important. Sarah a human child. I do have a human child. The child will probably (laughs) We don't talk about the other children. The child will probably die. Not the chimeras that I have. The chimeras. (laughs) (laughs) They're fine. Jordan's got two griffins and a bugbear. Yeah. Well, the bugbear's fine because yeah. he feeds on fear. Oh, right. Sure. So he doesn't take that much to support. It's yeah. more of like an emotional thing with us. <laughs> I've got a dragon, but uh, it's not a child. It's just a fuck buddy for my car. <laughs> um, oh, I've read about that on Reddit. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. March 16th through the 30th, we're going to have very special episodes of this program. We're going to have lots of great thank you gifts and... All kinds of cool shit, and uh, so make sure and tune in, and make sure and back the show then. Um, Jordan, you have a bag underneath you that I'm very curious about. Yeah, so uh, a couple weeks on the show, uh, we were talking about the uh, weird signs that have gone up uh, around town uh, advertising a Kronos. A Kronos is a lot like a Cronut. Yeah. As reimagined... By the Yas cat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. It's a sassy cat who would like a treat. Um, so, yeah, so I guess uh, the cronut, big foodie trend, uh, but you cannot call something a cronut because that guy who invented him. The French guy. The Frenchie. French guy in New York City. Those litigious Frenchmen yeah. go around copywriting everything. It's his idea to fold butter into donuts. <laughs> so he, uh, so you, you can serve the thing, but you can't call it that. So, like, people... You know, have all these kind of creative names around it. There's, you know, sometimes they'll just say croissant style donut uh-huh. or dosant. I've heard dosant a few times. That's cr- You know what? The guy really got in on cronut. Yeah. I think a these are all worse names. Central tenet of the success of cronut is the word cronut. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Crodo sounds quite reasonable, though. Crodo? Crodo. Yeah, Crodo is actually pretty solid. <laughs> actually, Hold on, yeah. I could I be rich? Back. Yeah. Crodo. <laughs> One donut to rule them all. <laughs> <laughs> One does not simply walk into Yum Yum Donuts. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, these are great, but I have been really, really into the signs advertising Kronos uh-huh. <laughs> because it sounds like a wizard. Yeah. Right. A wizard that you eat and gain his powers. Or a combination of a cronut and an ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> I guess just a croissant and an ass. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, croissant and an ass. Or a baddie that's like at the end of the Avengers, but just for like a second. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, they're, oh, yeah they're, he's going to be in like three, in all three movies. Other, all these fucking comic book people yeah. just talking your ear uh, off about how thrilling it was when they saw Kronos. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I don't even know what Kronos is. Was that Samuel L. Jackson? <laughs> I don't like Samuel L. Jackson that much anymore. I'm a normal person. <laughs> anyway. 
Yeah. You know, Samuel L. Jackson does not read the scripts to his movies. He'll just be in it if you pay him enough. Good for him. Yeah. I'm gl- I like somebody with principles. That's the Michael. That's a classic Michael Caine principle. Yeah, I think he's got a Michael Caine situation going of just like, if you meet my minimum, I will be in whatever movie. Anyway. You know what? I don't, I, I, I'm not against somebody just putting in that work. Yeah, I mean, it, I think if you, like, it's weird, though. Yeah, I mean, it's like, once you do so many things, people like, 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 eh, I don't think I'll fuck up my legacy, you know? Right. I'm willing to be in any movie. Yeah, I'll also be meet my minimum. I showed my dick in a co- televi- local television commercial for $300 <laughs> sure. once, so my standards are pretty low. Although it's weird, Nicolas Cage seems to have tainted his legacy. Yeah, that's yeah. true. He has tainted his legacy. But he's he's a, built a secondary legacy. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. It's a fun leg. It's a fun secondary legacy. Like a like a fun parallel legacy. Sure. You know, sort of like Werner Herzog has he has his fictional films and his documentaries. Sure. Nicolas Cage has his, his movies. Like, he's good at his and method his acting. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not. It could be worse. Yeah. It's probably pretty fun to be Nicolas I'm Cage still, worried. even if he has like financial problems. I bet it's like really fun to be him. I'm mostly worried about Wesley Snipes' legacy. Yeah, you know, Blade, me too. Blade Two. Me too. Blade Two's the good one. That's what I. That's why I said Blade Two because I know from you being my <laughs> friend that would have seen The Expendables Three that sure. Blade Two's good. <laughs> yeah. Also, he hugged my auntie that one time. I think. I think we are. I think we are teetering on a Snipes comeback. I'd watch Snipes come back. I would absolutely watch Snipes come back. You know why? Wesley Snipes is good at that shit he does. Totally. Was he ruined by that 30 Rock episode with Michael Sheenan? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, for, for going <laughs> to jail going for, to tax jail for tax evasion. evasion. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, for a number of years. That. We get 30 Rock. Years. We don't get <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, but uh, so, anyways, I uh, Sarah and I on the way here stopped and got a bag of Kronos. Okay, now this is from a popular national donut chain. Here's a Kronos for you. One Kronos for me. Thank you. Do very you much. want Sarah? Do you want yours with a chocolate drizzle or without a chocolate drizzle? Oh, Sophie's choice. I have a, a chocolate drizzle, okay, please. Here you go. My Kronos is glazed. Are all Kronos is glazed? Uh, I think so. Yes. Okay. There were some that were filled, but they looked real gross. <laughs> In contrast to this? Yeah. So, okay, so these are very old. These are not fresh. <laughs> How old are they? I don't know. When does, when does a donut store make its donuts? Okay, so you mean like they're today. Oh, yeah, yeah. These are today's Kronos. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't like you didn't bring these Kronos nah. from from London. No, no, no. <laughs> In the hold because it's oh, cold down Jesus. there. Uh, so, yeah. So these, so I guess, you know. Nothing could be this dry in my country. This is the driest thing. Mm. And flavorful. Oh. No one oh. could be that flavorful either. <laughs> Try not to eat. It. Yeah, if sugar is a flavor, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Not a success. Okay. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, I have had a. I have not had the New York cronut, but I have had a few knockoff cronuts, and they've been really, really good. Um, and this yeah, it's hard as a rock. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, you think the point of the cronut is the, the, the flakiness, the you know. The butter melt in your mouthness of it all. This is like eating a stack of crinkled papers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is like you know the little bag of stuff you get in handbags to stop it drying out. The silica gel. Mm-hmm. It's like that, but if <laughs> it was sugar inside it, <laughs> and he just ate that. <laughs> with the same desiccant. Yeah, with, yeah, with the same kind of, sort of. Yeah. It is layered. Yeah, they do have that going for it. But uh. Oh, good. Now I have two. It's fallen apart. Oh, nice. Uh, so yeah, 
Okay. I say maybe probably a little bit better if you get them hot out of the oven, but all in all, disappointing, disappointing performance by Kronos. Kronos? No, Nos. Whoa. <laughs> Meow. Kitty's got claws. You don't pull any punches, do you? Yeah. It's really weird and gross. Yeah. I know. I expected it to be at least like, I mean, because even like a, you know, a 10-hour-old glazed donut is pretty good. They got to have some kind of donut expert at Winchell's headquarters, right? Yeah. Some 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 guy who can reverse engineer something. Yeah. This literally tastes like. It's way worse than I thought it was going to be, yeah. You know those free priority mail envelopes you get? A, you wouldn't know this. <laughs> But you know those free Tyvek, and it tastes like it's made out of Tyvek. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like uh, a layer of crinkly FedEx envelopes. Sure. Mm. You know what I mean? It's, it also has a film on it, too. It is very filmy. Yeah. Filmic. Sure. Now my fingers have film on them. <laughs> I, feel like I, I, feel like it, I feel like it has the feel. Put it on top of this England candy you brought us. You know when you... Like, oh God! You know when you really go to like have to eat a lot of jelly babies to wash that taste out of my mouth. You know when you go to like the aquarium and they let you pet the sea cucumber. Sure, that's the film that the cronut seems to have on it. That sea cucumberish film. Yeah, it's like a layer of mucus to protect against predators. You know when you go to one of those giant parking garages mm-hmm. and your dragon just fucking runs a train on. oh yeah all the boom, cars boom, in boom, there boom 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 yeah. boom fuck 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 he's fuck, giving fuck. it to the volkswagen he's giving it to the mini he's giving it to the prius yeah if there's a car hole he'll fill it it doesn't have to do with the cronuts it's just something that happened to me yesterday <laughs> oh cool i've been thinking about it yeah yeah <laughs> we went down to the are we gonna are we gonna eat a british thing or is that just for the web series we can eat it. sure we can eat a british thing let's eat a british thing because people love it when we eat stuff oh my god these fucking cr- yeah, you can. <laughs> oh, hey, Brian, I brought you one, too, if you want to have it. He doesn't want it. Yeah, he doesn't want it. You don't want it. Do you want it, Brian? Yeah, Brian is dry. Take it out and then give us the bag so we have somewhere. Here, hold oh, these pronouns. <laughs> oh, God. Here, throw them in here. Oh. Fucking <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> you know, somebody has to vacuum in here. Cronass flakes. Okay, everybody gets to pick one item. Okay. Sarah, what did you bring? Can you talk about? Uh, I just yeah, I bought some. I bought some Cadbury's chocolate because I know that's illegal here now. It is. That's true. Yeah, I'm a fucking badass. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I I I went in. Google. Wait, why is it illegal? I don't. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, Hershey's have some kind of copyright thing with Cadbury's chocolate where some of their chocolate looks similar to theirs, so you can't mm. sell Cadbury's chocolate in the. You know, you got the English shops here that sure. sell. You can't sell it anymore. So really? This is, this is you know. This is the good shit that I smuggled into the country. Wow. I, I Here's Goog- a Turkish delight. Yeah. I, Goog- I Googled in incognito mode because I'm so mad. at like how the legalities of bringing eels yeah. and Cadbury's chocolate into the country. <laughs> you figure if you turn on private browsing. Yeah, that's how adorable I am. I- <laughs> I'm going to try these. So I, you use it too. I think you're like... Uh, so you have- the, yeah, so I bought chocolate and I, and I know you don't eat chocolate, so I got you some candies. There's some pink shrimp and I some ch- milk yeah. bottles and teeth and lips. They're I delicious. chose Sainsbury's foam shrimp. <laughs> Um, so some sherbet. Oh, fun. Jordan, you might like the sherbet. See, now, sherbet, apparently, number one, in both countries, it's spelled sherbet, pr- pronounced sherbet, which mm-hmm. confuses the ever-loving heck out of me. That's number one. Okay. I just wanted to get that out there. Number two, it's not an ice cream food no. in England. No. 
No, what does it mean? It means an elevator, right? No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's pow- basically powdered sugar, icing sugar, with uh, some kind of very, very weak acid in it that means it goes fizzy. Uh, oh. And when you're a teenager, it's fun to chop out lines of it and snort it. <laughs> <laughs> and where your face explode is quite a, a thing to do when you're a bored teenager. But it's mainly, it's, it's delicious. It's fizzy. You dip a sort of licorice, you know, finger into it and it's, it's quite tasty. What are- you know, a pudding is actually different over there too. I mean, I think, you know, we have like, you know, pudding like Jello instant pudding. But over there, it's kind of what we would call a senator. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. It's like an elected official. Is a pudding. So my foam shrimp looks like a pink shrimp made out of foam. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you, although it does maybe look like it's sugarcoated. <laughs> yeah. It literally looks like a pink shrimp made out of foam. What did you choose? I chose Carmack. Carmack. Okay. something yeah. else that sounds like a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> or an online place to buy used vehicles. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, it's like kind of a white chocolate. It's kind of got a, you know, Hershey-Z, um, you know, shape to it. Yeah. Sarah's just, you just set her teeth on edge by yeah, saying no. the word Hershey. Yeah, mm, sorry about right. that. Uh, yeah. Foreigners hate Hershey's like nothing else yeah. in the world on account of its slightly sour taste. Hmm. It's just not proper chocolate. Uh, uh, it's great. It's just a delicious white yeah, chocolate. Yeah, Caramac is a kind of a weird, uh, it's really old in 70s and I didn't even know they made them anymore, but I found that down a well. So, no, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I found that in the supermarket and was very excited to see get someone else to eat it because, uh, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's like caramel flavored white chocolate. It's great. I don't yeah. know if I like foam shrimps. No. Have you tried some? Can I try a foam shrimps? Yeah, I'm going to eat another foam shrimp, though. <laughs> so, it tastes a little bit like a packing chip. <laughs> yeah. But pink. And in the it does shape taste of a pink, shrimp. doesn't it? It tastes pink. Oh, that is not a fun texture. <laughs> no, the texture is really where it fails. Ugh. Yeah, it's really like, it's like a cross between. It's like biting into an Alka-Seltzer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's a little bit like a packing peanut and a little bit like a pillow mint. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a cross between a packing peanut and a pillow mint in the form of a pink gummy shrimp. Mm-mm. A pale pink gummy shrimp. It's well, delicious. thanks a million, it's delicious. asshole. It's, it's, it's delicious. Can I have one? I haven't had one. Yeah. No. Thank you. Have you never had one? I've had one. Okay. I've had several uh, shrimp in my life. Come on. Uh, she has the royal warrant for... Gummy sh- yeah, there may be a shrimps. lot of nostalgia attached to shrimp that doesn't translate. <laughs> <laughs> I ate another one, but then I threw the bag away. God, no food is good. <laughs> oh, there's Cadbury's flake. Oh, yeah, no, that was good. Flake. Do you want to try the Carmac? Yeah, I'll eat a little Carmac. <laughs> is this? Hey, oh. oh, come on, Jordan. I don't have a vacuum bits. cleaner. Let's get a little handy vac for in here. Okay, I'm going to eat a little Carmac. If you got a Roomba for in here, it would um, oh get a little Roomba high on uh, on powdered sugar and uh, (laughs) and bits of Kronos. The Carmack's not bad. Oh yeah, I'm fine with Carmack. (laughs) Could Carmack defeat Kronos? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. We have to stay after the credits to find out. (laughs) Yeah, for your teaser on 2018, that Carmack versus Kronos (laughs) movie is going to be great. Can't wait for that to happen. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Yes It Go. La, 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 la. 
It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, Sarah Morgan, uh, international eel smuggler. Do they even have <laughs> Archer in England? Because you have two different Archer t-shirts. Yeah. I copied your. I stole your idea of buying an Archer T-shirt and bought one for my beautiful wife, who's a big Archer fan. Mm-hmm. One a gr- cool one with Pam from Archer. Oh on yes. It. And now you're wearing a whole other different Archer shirt yep. with the ocelot that lives in Cheryl's mansion. Mm-hmm. Babu, his name is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we have it. On, it's on Netflix, and uh, oh. it's uh, uh, then the new episodes. You kind of have to say three Hail Marys and watch illegally and buy the DVD when it comes out. Uh, I um, I'm really glad that Archer's around. Me too. Because I probably would just be watching Thirty Rock over and over yeah. if there weren't Archer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, when you want to see a TV show and actually laugh, it's. Yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah, like laugh out loud. Yeah, they're not, it's not a not a not a ton of options. Yeah, short list, a short list. Well, God bless you for it, Sarah. Yeah, I mean, you know, full full disclosure. It was uh, I, uh, a friend bought the t-shirt for me. Uh, I put it on. I went. This is quite a flattering t-shirt, and I am a girl, so <laughs> I, I, I wear it probably. I have to explain it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's got those got got yeah. some dope pictures. You could just be like, "This is a dope ocelot." Yeah, shirt. I should just say that. But you know, after you ten thirty five, sometimes it's fun to just have people stare confusedly. <laughs> <laughs> and he poured a storm. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, Thirty Rock, uh, Waze has a thing now where it's Will Forte's voice. What? It's a. Th- they're promoting his new show that's coming out. Forgive me, excuse me, Will Forte on my Waze. Yeah, and so Will Forte gives you directions. Uh, it just makes me think of that. Um, uh, this will make no sense in, uh, if you haven't seen the show or watched it obsessively. But uh, uh, thinking of the time he finally meets uh, Jack Donaghy. And he's um, and he's out of his drag. Well, he's usually a drag character. And uh, Jack Donaghy goes, "Oh, uh, so I've, I've uh, heard a lot about you." And he goes, um, "Well, it's all true. I'm a native of Houston, and I love to cook healthy." <laughs> <laughs> I just like I get to think about that ten times a day now that I'm driving with this Will Forte voice. <laughs> so I thought you were going to say uh, remind you the Seinfeld version episode. Oh yeah, <laughs> which I watched this morning because the Airbnb place I'm staying it doesn't have TV, so I'm just watching Thirty Rock on Netflix. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. No, yeah. nothing wrong with that. Nope. Yeah, That's I know how to party. Pretty rock solid form oh, yeah. of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thirty Rock on Netflix. <laughs> See if I if if I was using Waze and Will Forte was telling me what to do. I'd be looking at that ghost and thinking about ghost fucking from MacGruber. Oh yeah, sure. It's great. great. Yeah, they're doing a uh, they're doing a thing at the Cine family out here uh, where they're showing MacGruber and Will Forte's introducing it. And I, as soon as I saw it, I went online to buy tickets, and it was sold out. And I'm like, good fucking job. <laughs> I'm like, I like, I wanted to go to it, but I'm really glad that like people like MacGruber now. Yeah. And I have to say, but it's you know, entered the about pantheon of. You know. I was reading a, I was reading a feature profile mm-hmm. of Will Forte, in uh, on a website called Grantland. Mm-hmm. Not trying to brag, but I like to take my sports and pop culture news together. <laughs> and there was a little bit about how people like MacGruber now, mm-hmm. and I was thinking about how uh, it was you who told me how great MacGruber was uh, when you saw an advanced screening mm-hmm. of MacGruber. I then went to a later advanced screening. I think we were at the same advanced screening of MacGruber. Oh, were we? I think we were, yeah. 
Oh, well, then. Then we just both agreed. <laughs> yeah. After watching that, yeah. that, that shit was hilarious. And we were both very disappointed that it was such a failure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. MacGruber's great. MacGruber's like, uh, MacGruber's like got, it's less, it's. It's like, what if a movie was funny? <laughs> That's exactly it's like, what if a movie had good jokes in it? Just like a whole shit ton of yeah. great jokes. Instead of 20 minutes at the beginning that had good jokes and then just a bunch of plot. Yeah, God, fuck plot. Oh, who wants to watch a bunch of plot? There's like four good movies that are funny and have plots. It's like The Apartment. Great. We wrapped it up. <laughs> well, I've already seen The Apartment. I wouldn't say that has good jokes in it. <laughs> no, it's it's mostly about suicide. It's funny. Though. What's funny other than him cooking dinner? I don't remember. He's just funny in it. Yeah. It's a, it's I, a rewatched, I rewatched it recently. It is not. It's a great movie, but it's not funny. Oh, is it not? No, huh? It's a, it is a terrific. I haven't movie. seen it I since high school. I don't so. want to like slag it off. It's a terrific movie, but uh, I think it's what one of those when, that uh, gets okay, credit for being funny, this? but it's what not. What about? Uh, no, I was gonna say what about Walter Matthau making faces in The Odd Couple, but uh, now that I think about it, a that's not that great of a movie, and b there's way too much plot. Yeah, but also it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. That's two amazing things about that movie. Totally. Too much plot and the plot doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> so just have Walter Matthau make faces while Jack Lemmon looks uptight. <laughs> yeah. That's plenty. That's a movie. Yeah. The, the F.U. joke. That's a fantastic. You know, the Felix Unger joke. That's yeah. a good joke. And then, yeah. Then just that's have, the only thing I can remember just about that film. have Walter yeah. Matthau walk around in that Mets hat and that gray sweatshirt going. Rum, 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 rum. That's hilarious. That's like <laughs> the best thing you can watch. I'm impressed they've made a series out of it. Yeah. I, I, look, I think it might be a good idea for a series. Yeah. You know They're the I mean? original odd couple, yeah. right? They are the original odd couple. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this odd couple's the original odd couple. <laughs> and then in parentheses, they are not the original odd couple. It's just the most confusing slogan. <laughs> When something momentous <laughs> happens to you, uh, like you're having a poker game at your house, you're making a big mess, your roommate's upset. Oh, boy. He's a real clean freak. Oh, boy. And your ex-wife is calling on the phone. You're always wearing this Mets hat. And some parts <laughs> of Bad News Bears are probably encroaching on your memory. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of hard to say where Bad News Bears stops and where this scene ends. Because in this scene, now that I'm thinking, you're using a lot of ethnic slurs. And then you kill. <laughs> Way more than seem appropriate for a film of, even of the time. Then you kill those European terrorists in the subway. Right. Um, this is all the same movie, right? Yeah, and you're, you're sort of an old man. And if I could use one word to describe you, it would probably be grumpy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe grumpier. Sure. Possibly grumpier. <laughs> <laughs> when something momentous happens to you, uh, we have you call us. 206-984-4FUN is our telephone number. That's 206-984-4FUN. Put it in your telephone. Here's our first call this week. Brian Sunny D. Fernandez. Roll it out. Uh, hey, guys and guests. This is Dash from New Jersey. Did you uh, feel like you started? Brian, pause this. Pause this. <laughs> Go back to the beginning of this call. Tell me if not from the first second and a half to two seconds of this call, it could be Bismarcky calling us <laughs> to lay down a beat for us. I think you I th- listen, we I he said his name, it's Dash. I just want to thank his family for helping me pep up those chicken breasts. <laughs> 
his legendary mother. Yeah, his yeah, or wife. I don't know. Yeah, sure. That's oh, right. Play, play it again, Brian. Yeah, play, play it again and just. Uh, hey, <laughs> yeah, sure. This is New Jersey. Uh, I'm going to try to say this as quick as possible. I'm a little drunk too. I just met a toilet vlogger. Um, <clears throat> a week ago, I was at a club with a friend of mine named Sarah, and she pointed out this guy. Uh, who was hanging around the bar and said, oh, that guy uh, makes videos about toilets. So I looked him up on YouTube, and sure enough, he's got a bunch of videos of him um, just at different places uh, showcasing what kind of toilet he's viewing and then flushing it and and that's the end of the video. Uh, and that was weird enough. But then I went to go meet my friend uh, for a drink. And beforehand, I walked into a convenience store. And this guy was there working behind the counter. And I, uh, you know, made my purchase and uh, tried not to look like I recognized him. And then his cell phone started going off and the ringtone was literally a sound clip of uh, the South Park character, Mr. Hanky, going, howdy ho! And he was very excited about it and I got out of there as quick as I could. Bye. It's a poop character. Yeah. For folks who haven't seen the show, a popular South Park on Comedy poop Central. character. Pretty good impression, too. Mm. Celebrity poop. Uh, oh, there's a lot of things that are surprising about this. Oh, one, I wish I, 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 I'm aware of this. None of them are that there's such a thing as a toilet. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. A, I am aware of this genre of video. Um, and I thought maybe your coffee maker guy was that, but for coffee makers. <laughs> oh. That's what I think I was trying to get across, but couldn't. Like, maybe oh. he's... He just makes videos of him making coffee with various, like, okay, well, this is a 1992 Black & Decker. Like that Filipina woman that shows off the Disney toys? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's like the most And is now a bazillionaire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, God. Sarah, you should pitch a show with her. Yeah, that's that's. I'm just. I just like that the guy was starstruck by toilet, like a better not hassle. Him. Yeah, he probably gets this all the time. I mean, I I get that there are those people who do that, but this is a guy who is social and goes to clubs. I guess I I regard people who make these kind of weird obsessive vlogs as shut-ins. Shit-ins in his shit-ins. <laughs> 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 and the fact that this is a guy I'm so who... sorry, and I'm also not going to make a vlogger joke. <laughs> I literally pay Sarah Morgan money to come up with jokes. Yeah. She's on my, my boss, payroll. My boss has just heard me make that joke. Wow. <sighs> wow. I apologize. If Colin Anderson literally knew one other comedy person. <laughs> one person who could make jokes about Marmite. You would be so I mean, fired. Sorry to go on and on about Chris Harvick. He would have given me a raise for that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jordan, go ahead and knock off for the rest of the day. It was good. Um, I guess like this guy is like a guy people know around town, and he goes to clubs and hangs out at bars. Like, Is he like the human carpet? Who's that? That's a guy who lays out in a carpet and you can walk on him. Oh, I don't know. 
Is the but the toilet vlogging doesn't seem to be sexual. I don't think the human carpet is. Huh. It's just a cool thing to have in your club. Huh. To make it distinctive. Did he say yeah. he was working behind the counter somewhere? Yeah, at a what, store. Yeah, what's he selling? That sounds, sounds unhygienic. Yeah, I don't know if I want a toilet vlogger touching my... Like if he's a butcher, I don't want him touching <laughs> yeah. my chicken thighs. You know what? Even if that guy had what I needed, I, would, I wouldn't want to be anything more than just a friend. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, maybe I should rethink my preconceived opinions about obsess- obsessive minutia bloggers. By the way, if uh, you haven't cashed any of the checks that I've written to you, Sarah, <laughs> um, I would suggest not cashing them because after I said that, that Bismarcky joke, they actually the money disappeared from my account. <laughs> there was money in my account before and it literally flooded out trying to escape that horribly sweaty Bismarcky illusion. I liked it. The beatboxing was... Uh, it, was it was good. Yeah. <laughs> Please no one call us if you consider yourself a human beatbox. <laughs> no, thank you. Or a human cop. Unless you're Bismarcky. If you're Bismarcky... Oh, yeah. Give us a call. Oh, shit. Talk about a pledge drive guest. That would Biz. be great. That'd be a good gift. The A-R-R is a K. Guaranteed to brighten your day. What do you think he's up to these days? It's on Yo Gabba Gabba for one thing. Cool. That's fun. He's got business beat of the day on Yo Gabba Gabba. Mm-hmm. He's collecting action figures, comic books, uh, kung fu movies, sneakers, um, being on the best episode of television I ever saw. That one time he was on Bobito Garcia's MTV2 show <laughs> where he showed off his sneakers. He's just being the biz, man. That's great. Just being the biz. Man, if you ever want to read a great thing on the internet... On this website, Soul Strut. This is like, you know how, remember when Steve Albini was on some poker website and there was like a 500 page Q&A with Steve Albini? <laughs> I don't remember that, but. Rock and roll producing legend where he just opined on various issues once people figured out that Steve Albini was on their poker website. Mm-hmm. There's this thread on this website called Soul Strut. It's like a, a crate digger website, you know, for people that are into rare grooves. And it's just it's just about different weird shit that Bismarcky has done. Mm. And it's just like, oh, yeah, just one time Biz, I didn't know Bismarcky, but one time he called me at 4 o'clock in the morning because he heard I had this Ninja Turtle he didn't have. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like 25 pages of shit like that about Bismarcky. It is amazing. And just it is obvious every single person in there just adores Bismarcky. Oh, yeah, sure. It's just the most beloved man <laughs> ever. I feel like Bismarcky also like DJs all like the – P. Diddy white parties, hmm. you know, where everybody has to wear white and they're in Curacao or something. I wonder what the Ninja Turtle was. Do you think it was Super Shredder? It was probably Super Shredder. You got to figure it was Super Shredder. Yeah. Or was that that monkey guy? No, not monkey. Rhinoceros guy. Yeah. But like a variant colorway. Sure. You know that guy I'm talking about. Yeah. What about Kringle? <laughs> Kringle the human brain. <laughs> that guy. You think of Krang. Yeah. I was thinking of Kronos. Yeah. <laughs> Kronos, the talking brain. Yeah, sure. What about Master Ratman? Yeah. What about that guy? I bet that's not, I bet a I bet a splinter is not rare. Oh. I bet that's like what a if it's pretty a common one. Colorway, yeah, it could be a variant color. You know the biz has to have all the colorways. Oh yeah, you gotta. He's not just gonna settle for one of each. He's gotta have one of each and one of each colorway. Sure. You know, in my country, they had to change the name of that cartoon. What did they change it to? <laughs> it, was, it was called Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. 
Why was it called that? Because ninja was, you know, I don't know. They thought dangerous or ethnic. I don't know. It was. It was not. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I remember my mom. I think it was more dangerous. I remember like, like telling. Also, thing. Yeah. They also <laughs> called tempura cracker shrimp. <laughs> I remember telling my mom I wanted a ninja turtle, and her being suspicious of the ninja thing. I don't know if that was some sort of like not the mutant thing at all. That was fine. She's, She's fine with mutations. Mutants. Yeah, and teenagers. Yeah. Does she love pizza? <laughs> I mean, who doesn't, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, I was looking at a, a gallery of knockoff toys uh, the other day, on uh, just online, and, and uh, the Ninja Turtle Full one was... The, the, <laughs> the Ninja Turtle one was New Style Ninja Tortoise. <laughs> <laughs> and he just... And it's a Ninja Turtle, but he says, like, someone wrote tortoise on him. <laughs> anyway. Let's take our next call. Uh, hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. This is Brendan in Chicago. Uh, I'm calling because I had a very strange momentous occasion that started last night and ended this morning. Sounds worse than it is. So some friends came over to hang out, and when they left, their car had moved about 50 feet up the block. Uh, we all puzzled over it and, and dismissed it as they must have forgotten where they parked. But they went home and puzzled about it all night, and when we talked in the morning, they were still freaked out that their car had moved, and they were absolutely sure their car had moved. We spent some time brainstorming how it is that their car could have moved. Uh, there was no clear reason. Uh, and then right after I got off the phone with them, my neighbor called and asked if I knew the owners of the little red car that was on the block last night and revealed that he had gone out and moved to move his uh, niece's car up to their house and got in the wrong car and used her key to start my friend's car and move it into the front of his house. So uh, just in case you are worried that someone might take your car, they could just get in and use their key, uh, at least if you're driving a 98 Geo Prism and they're yeah. driving a similar year uh, Toyota Corolla. Okay. Well, oh, wow. have a good day. Bye. Well, fun fact, <laughs> Geo Prisms are actually the same as Toyota Corollas in that era. Sure. It's true. Manufactured in the same factory, they were a joint project of Toyota and Chevrolet. Do you actually? Is that true? It's actually true. Ah. Where did you? Geo, if you need, where did you get that factoid? If you need, I just known it for a long time because I know about it, how to get an affordable motor vehicle. Huh? So I drive a Jaguar. Sure, right. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, if you if you need, you can actually start a uh, a Jaguar with a uh, Geo Metro key. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, if you need to buy an eighteen hundred dollar car, you know, or a fifteen hundred dollar car, sure. Late 90s, Geo Prism, hmm. all the way. There you go. So you're buying yourself a nice Corolla, you know, Corolla parts and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Costs $1,000 less because it doesn't say Toyota on the front. There you go. That's just fucking, look. And you get the- uh, If you're out there and you're using that advice And you get right the now, social capital that goes with uh, having a Geo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get, dude, the puss. I mean, the, oh, Geo Puss? Are you kidding? River of Puss that comes to any Geo owner. It's just like I, I'll draw a parallel. It's like if you have a Vauxhall. <laughs> you know how? You yeah. know how? You remember when you first met your husband? You saw that he <laughs> was driving tiny a red Vauxhall. Sco- yeah, he was a tiny red Skoda Fabia. Yeah, yeah. When you got up on that Skoda, when you got up on that Skoda Dinic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what Geo Puss is like. I mean, granted. Is the puss going to be better if you get a tracker? Oh yeah. If you get a Geo Storm, oh yeah, that's an uh, that's an all-terrain vehicle. If you get yourself a Geo Storm, <laughs> that's when you know because that's a two-door sports coupe, my friend. Oh yeah. Get get behind the wheel of that Geo Storm. 
pull out, got 100, 109 horses <laughs> pounding away under that engine. I actually misheard when someone told me about Geopuss and I just bought a bunch of geodes. <laughs> You're not getting any geode puss? No, I mean, I'm getting like a lot of like, you know, mineral enthusiasts. <laughs> right, sure. Gemstone enthusiasts? Yeah, I mean, it's not, they don't fuck me, but they right. want to hear about my geodes. <laughs> Here's a question: Have you cracked open the geodes, or are they still closed geodes? Oh no, these are open. I mean, these are these are wide open. Okay. Wide I mean, op- a lot of times, a lot of people will be going for that geopus. Mm-hmm. They'll buy a bunch <laughs> of geodes, and then they'll invite mineral enthusiasts over to their house, and they won't have opened the geodes, and they'll just be like, "Well, it's just a rock." <laughs> like, look, I'm, I'm a mineral like, enthusiast. That's just a rock. <laughs> like, I trust me. There's some beautiful crystals inside. Will you watch me masturbate? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say to the mineral enthusiasts. <laughs> and what do you think? What do you got? Like thirty percent? Yes. Yeah, I mean they're they're cool with it. They're yeah. mineral enthusiasts are very open sexually, right? But yeah, sure. <laughs> gender fluid. Sure. That's a nice thing about a, a rock and gem show. Yeah. Everybody there's gender fluid. A lot of, <laughs> yeah. a lot of you don't feel like you're getting judged. Yeah. At the rock and gem show. You just you know be you, I mean? you know. Look. It, there's diamonds there. There's quartz there. I don't really fall in love with genders. I fall in love with a spirit sure. and also minerals. Yeah. <laughs> amethyst. Yeah. I definitely am in love with amethyst. You, look. You get one of those... I'm just trying to not do a semi-precious pun because <laughs> I know I'm on thin ice here. <laughs> I check out my semi-precious <laughs> <laughs> Something momentous happens to you. Two zero six nine eight four four fun. Bismarcky, if you're out there, or if you're friends with Bismarcky, if you know Bismarcky, if you've even just seen that one episode of Bobito Garcia's MTV Two show, which was maybe called Kicks. I want to say it was called Kicks. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I went to find it on the internet not long ago. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it was one of those deals where I found one place that had it. Taken down. Copyright no, it's too bad. Yeah, it's not Vi- available on digital versatile discs. Viacom's litigious about that YouTube stuff. I'd buy that in a second. Sure. Bismarcky's sneaker collection. <laughs> Bismarcky just has this McMansion, like in Long Island or something like that. He doesn't have any furniture, just piles of sneaker boxes. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> And he just beat boxes at the drop of a hat. M is A, R is a K. Guaranteed to print my day. If you're out there, call me. I have G. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we have a pizza launcher. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> It's Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Sarah Morgan, international eel smuggler. We've gotten to the bottom of the roles of the various teenage mutant <laughs> hero turtles. Leonardo leads. Donatello does machines. Michelangelo 
is a party dude, but before you mention him, Raphael. you should mention that Raphael is cool but rude. Gotcha. <laughs> what about what about Master Rat? He's a radical rat. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. What about that uh, rhinoceros man? I, he's not mentioned in the theme song. What about, he's what not about, part of the core cast. He's about, like a guest character. What about Kringle, the human brain? <laughs> also not mentioned. I think Shredder is mentioned in the theme song somewhere. Yeah. Uh, when the evil Shredder attacks. There you go. Those turtle boys don't cover no slack. Fucking do on you. Yeah. yeah. They don't cut him. Boom. No cut yeah. him. No, I think no, this is going to be might, yeah, our yeah. most popular episode on BuzzFeed. <laughs> I can't wait to look at Reddit on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, but no, I don't think you. I don't think you mentioned Krang the Technodrome, Dimension X, anybody. Yeah. What about uh, April the Trenchcoat Reporter? <laughs> um, oh, is April in the theme song? I'm, I feel like I only know the part of the theme song that's the turtles' names. April April O'Neil. Yeah, the Trenchcoat Reporter from Turtles. Right. I, I'm aware. I know that she's a character in new style ninja tortoise but she's their fuck buddy <laughs> no yeah they're just friends why do Jessie. you think she hangs out with them because they're friends and they solve crimes together she thinks it's fun to hang out with turtle sorry men you think that every in a sewer yes eat pizza with turtle teens in a sewer yes that's she's fun an adult woman she's hanging out with teenage <laughs> turtle dudes yeah in a sewer all the she doesn't even like skateboarding well it's just because her producer vernon is so uptight Oh. Yeah. I, didn't, I don't even remember. <laughs> he was her uptight producer. That's funny that the, the Ninja Turtles cartoon had an uptight producer character. <laughs> I think it was Vernon. Don't correct kids, me. right? Yeah. Write what, what you know, Jordan. Sure, yeah. <laughs> right what you know. Yeah, I think the writers are just getting out some of their frustrations against the uh, entertainment industry elite. Okay, all you chumps out there. <laughs> Listen to International Waters, Sarah Morgan's hit podcast <laughs> program. Featuring entertaining personalities, Jermaine Clement recently, mm, uh, I noticed. I said to myself, fabulous to meet a Concord. It was very exciting. That guy looks a lot like Jermaine Clement. <laughs> I looked down at the credits. Guess who it was? Him. Mick Jagger. Uh, sorry, I thought Mick that was Jack. a rhetorical <laughs> question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was Jermaine Clement. Then I saw yeah. Jermaine Clement in Brooklyn like a week mm. later. I was like, there's Jim, Jermaine Clement. For, I wanted to go up to him and say, I really liked you on International Waters. Oh, oh God, I'd have loved it if you'd done that. If you'd not mentioned Concords or what we do in the shadows or anything, that you've just gone up to and gone, I loved you on that podcast. (laughs) You're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to do that in New York. You're not allowed to go up to celebs in New York. That's why they live there. Although, I got to say, I was in the Housing Works thrift store. Guy says to me, hey, what's your name? And I'm like, Jesse? And he's like, yeah, from the Put This On website. (laughs) I was like, yeah. He's like. All right. I read that every day. I'm like, thanks, caricature of a New Yorker. <laughs> Want to see a sweet coffee maker? <laughs> I really have been getting, like, friendship assaulted in this yeah. lately. Um, okay, look. Sunny D, Brian Fernandez on the boards, 206-984-4FUN, JJGO at MaximumFun.org. Lots of action on Facebook. Lots of action on Reddit, MaximumFun.Reddit.com. Lots of action in the forum at forum.maximumfun.org. Lots of action on Twitter with the hashtag JJGo. Lots of girl-on-guy action in the world of pornography. <laughs> Lots of uh, good fun. Our theme music, Love You by The Free Design. Did I already say that? Courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. My thanks to Jordan for uh, 
uh, putting together a show uh, last week without me that's better than most shows with me. Uh, almost all shows with me. It's fine. Let's be fine. honest. You got, you got the ding-donger there. <laughs> yeah. better than that. I mean, what can top that? Sarah Morgan. What else? Woohoo. Probably. <laughs> which one of those? Raphael? He's rude but cool. He's cool but rude. Yeah. <laughs> cool but Give me rude. a break. That's what he says. Give me a break. Because what else would a cool but rude guy say? Give me a break. Well, it's both cool and rude. Yeah, sure. It's like cool because he's like, he's like above the fray. Yeah. He's a, uh, you know, he doesn't care who he tells to give him a break. Give me a break. It's rude because, like, the last thing you want to do is give this turtle man a break. <laughs> oh, yeah. You really want to <laughs> press him on this thing. Sure. What, how, what kind of turtle man are you? <laughs> Why do you love pizza so much? Why do you have so few fingers? You know what I mean? That's the kind of shit. Give me a break. Leonardo was good with swords. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Donatello. Did you say April O'Neil was in the trench coat mafia? <laughs> no, she's a, she's a trench coat reporter. Okay, well, it's a trench coat She did play a lot of Doom and listen to Marilyn Manson. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's enough, everyone. All right. All right. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan, Jesse, Go. Bye. <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.